Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. You are listening to The Rant. This program happens every Saturday from 10 till noon, except the last Saturday of the month, where we have a confusing vacation schedule. <laughs> uh, we're on location right now. We're at David McDavid Lincoln Mercury on Plano Parkway, just east of Coit Road in Plano, Texas. Come out to David McDavid. Register to win for, win for a ticket T-shirt. And uh, $10 David Buster's Power Cards. We have ticket chicks out here, Angie and Alicia. They have some big-time deals going on here at Dave McDavid Lincoln Mercury. You know, I drive Dave McDavid vehicles. Corby and I rode here in a yes, Dave we McDavid did. vehicle, as a matter of fact. Uh, they have the 2002 Lincoln Signature Series Town Car for $22,988. It's got memory seats, anti-theft, keyless entry, home link system. they got two to choose from. Good deal right there on a Lincoln Signature Series Town Car. All right, uh, so come on out here. We'll be here till noon. Already see a few people filing in. Man brought his child. That was a nice touch. Uh, where's the Kurt Cobain guy's losing his hair? That's the guy over there. He's over here sitting in a booth. What, do they have food service here? That's kind of odd. It's like an old diner in here. Yeah. This is odd. I've never, actually never been in this dealership. They have a disco ball hanging from the ceiling. That's very odd. So we may have a dance here in a little bit. Let's maybe have a roller rink set up if we can move some of these, uh, Lincolns out of here. Okay. So we want to start off talking about, and Corby, I certainly want your take on this because I know you, you follow the news. Uh, the nightclub fire in Rhode Island in which the 80s band Great White was playing, they were in their first song. They had these pyrotechnics that go off. And the back of the stage, that eggshell crate, you know, foam mm -hmm. that's lying in the back of the stage for acoustical reasons. Acoustic or acoustical would be proper there. Acoustic. Does it really matter now no. after what happened? So it's back there. It catches on fire. Everyone's kind of, huh, what's going on? A few guys are, you know, saying rock on in the crowd. They think it's part of the show. Yeah, they bring out their lighters. Right. And so within three minutes, the entire club is burned to the ground. Ninety-six people so far have been confirmed dead. And that place looked like a tinderbox, too. Yeah, it was, it was out, wood, the, mid it was it was out the middle structure. of nowhere, and it looked like a 100-year-old wood building. Right. Ninety-six out of what they're estimating around 300 people, so a third of the people that were in there died. Are they saying 300? That's what I read yesterday. Yeah, right up under 300, and 160 people were injured. Yeah. So that's well, 250 right there, so... And I know that, that there were 80-some-odd people taken to the hospital, and at the time, yesterday, when this story, um, you know, stuff was still breaking around 4 or 5 o'clock, they said that 25 of those people were critically injured, so I don't know if any of those people actually right. died. Um, it's hard. I don't even like talking about stories like this. All right, well, are you ready to move on? Well, no. Okay. Just, it creeps me out because I've been to so many shows. And I've never been to a show with pyrotechnics, but... It's because you've avoided Great White all these years. Yeah, I know. I mean, Davey, you've been to a million shows. And yeah. Gordo, before you got famous and you used to go out and stuff, and before you turned <laughs> into Howard Hughes and collected your own feces, and you used to go to shows too. Right? Can, can I make a few corrections, uh, Corby, and things what? you've said? What? I don't collect refuse. 
and I'm not Howard Hughes. <laughs> I just don't, I don't like, I, you know, I've never liked concerts, even when I was young and, and didn't collect my own urine. <laughs> but it just, it didn't seem fun to me. Because you would be forced to be in one place the whole time, especially if you were down close where you had to stand. Mm-hmm. And I had no interest in standing for two hours to see a band play songs that I've already heard and I know. I mean, it's just very rare that I actually enjoy a concert. It's too crowded. I don't like that. If they were just playing and it was like at a club where you sit down and you have drinks and you watch, I like that. That's fine. That's great. Thanks because you have ADD. Yeah, I spelled A I D S, you idiot. <laughs> you have such a short attention span that <clears throat> I do. Like one and a half songs in, you're ready to leave. Yeah, I've seen the band. I say I went and saw them play, and it was real fun. And look at that! Oh, he's playing that kind of guitar. Oh, that's neat. But you know, we've been to so many of those shows. I've been with you, Dave. Like a million shows where it's so crowded. You know, you can't move. And what, yeah. if, what if that would have happened? Is that fun to you guys? Yes. I, yeah, I really? still love it. But, yeah, I, thinking back, you know, there have been, you know, most shows aren't particularly crowded. But a lot of shows you'll go to where it is shoulder to shoulder. And if everyone had to immediately evacuate, you would have mass panic and you would have piles of people. Because people are trying to funnel out of, like, two exits. And most people just naturally will run to the front door the where they came in. Right. And that's what happened in this club's case. They had emergency exits that people didn't really use. Yeah, but who's to say that the emergency exits weren't on fire? Because that thing went up so quickly. Who's to say it? I am. Well, okay, go ahead. They weren't on fire. <laughs> and it's crazy in those pictures, they set those stupid uh, pyrotechnic stands like two feet from the ceiling. Yeah, I don't understand why they... I mean, they showed some other great white concert footage when they were in a bigger arena... Well, it wasn't were, an arena, a venue, I should say. When they were relevant? No, it was the same tour. They, oh. was, they were still irrelevant. But they were in a bigger place, you know, like, um, I don't know, like that gypsy tea room back room or something. Uh -huh. You know, it was bigger. Maybe even a little bigger than that. And pyrotechnics, okay, it looked kind of cool there. But if you're in like a small little club, such why do you need pyrotechnics? And that was their first song. Right. It's not like the big encore, like, yeah, we're back. And you know what? The they, was, they were so cheap looking. It there was were like, just some was, sparklers. Yeah, there were sparklers. There were roadies holding sparklers. <laughs> it was like a Folgers can with some gunpowder in it. The craziest part that. when you watch the video is that there were <laughs> little dancing flowers that you light and they start spinning <laughs> on the pavement. There were people that realized it was a fire, but then there were the people who thought it was part of the show and they were doing the rock on thing. But you could tell there were people waving at Jack Russell, who's the lead singer. Waving at him, trying That's to get him to name? turn around. Yeah. What a tricked up name that Jack, is. It's Jack Russell's Great White. That's the name of the band. It's not Great White. Oh, really? Yeah. So he's the only one yeah. that's still in it, I guess. But they were trying to get the band's attention. And when they finally did, uh, whoever was filming this, you know, did you hear this? This is the creepy part, is the guy who was filming it was doing a documentary on club safety. Yeah. How weird. Yeah. I don't think it's a documentary, just a news story, I thought. Same thing. Oh, it is? Mm-hmm. Um... But you see the band stop, and then the people kind of turn around, and, and some waitresses are walking by saying, hey, you need, guys need to get out. And guys are just kind of turn around and just slowly walking, you know, like it's no big deal. And one guy said that he was part of that crew in the back who left really quickly. But he was still walking. Not, he was one of the first ones out. But he said if he would have stayed in there another 20 seconds, it was like he walked out, and he turned around, and the whole place was gone. He goes, if I would have been in there another 20 seconds, I would have been dead. And I walked out of so there. So how like, did the lead singer get out? How did the terrier was, guy get out? I don't know. I don't know. 
Maybe people were just rushing him out like he needed to live. Jack Russell? Yeah. To continue you know, on uh, his career? You know, uh, Maybe they, bought it, they crowd surfed him all the way to the back. In the, uh, in the rider that uh, you can download off the smokinggun.com. Yeah, we need yeah. to put that link up. It's, it's the contract that Great White sent out, Great White's management sent out to every venue on the tour. And every time they mention Great White, it's called Jack Russell's Great White. So that's the official name of the band. Yeah, that's the official name of the band now. Like, he's some auteur, musical genius. Well, he I basically killed yeah. a guitar player with his pyrotechnic Is he dead? usage. Is, well, you haven't found him. I mean, wouldn't you think that he would be dead? Yes. Or maybe he's one of the guys in the hospital that didn't have any ID or something. I don't think... I think everyone's identified. They had two Jane Does, but they identified them. God, so, all right. Around 100 people are going to be killed. 80-some-odd were injured. 160 is what I heard. 160? Yeah. So, uh, hardly anybody got out of this unscathed. Right. That's amazing. And it's Jack started... Russell is the only one oh, yeah. that I've seen Where that doesn't seem to be injured. Hat? Is that a real name, or was he named after the dog? He's got to be named after the dog. <laughs> I don't think he's named after the dog. Well, uh, maybe it's a stage name. I don't know. It is sad. I don't think that's the real point of the story, though, Dave, is to what Jack Russell was named after. Well, I'm going to launch an investigative report into that aspect of the story. Well, well, I like, guess we need to cover all aspects. You know, those people who are up front screaming and yelling and having a good time, they're dead. Those people that's that you see... That's the most see, astute point I've ever heard on this, Corby. Those people you see up there having a good time or whatever, you see that fire back there and they're just up there, those people are gone. Dude, like two days ago, they were like breathing. Yeah, right, and then I'm, they have, like, this fire, and then they're, like, not alive anymore. I don't know about dead, but they're not alive anymore. Well, I guess it's the same thing, isn't it? I mean, like, when people catch on fire, it's like they can't live anymore. Yeah, it's like people are flammable uh, on that day they were. Those are some good points for me. <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank goodness we have you here. So, like, are you regretting, why are you laughing are you, at that? Are you regretting adding him to the show now? So. Yes. So, like, I need him for that kind of obvious points. Those obvious points. One minute, you're sitting there rocking. Yeah, And the Corby. next minute, no more. No more rocking. You have rocked your last rock. Hey, at least they went out rocking. <laughs> I can't believe you're laughing at this tragic story. Okay, so, and what's really creepy is, you know, you... I saw one shot where they were showing the parking lot. You know, the parking lot's still filled with cars. It's all these dead people's cars still out there, Dude, still parked. that is trippy. Don't you go dumb on me, too, Dave. Come on. They, Dude, they who's going to, like, wait. rekey all those cars and move them? Because a car needs a driver. <laughs> Dude, all I hope is I hope they were all stoned. <sighs> all right. Corby, please just start thinking about what you say before you say it, okay? What did I say to bring all this on me? They were, like, alive and having fun. And then they're, like, not alive. And then they're having not fun. <laughs> That's what you said. Yeah, I'm and a lot, so of these, a lot of these were, you know, it'll be like a, a couple, like a young married couple or something like that. I mean, this destroyed, like, yeah, who's gonna whole groups of friends. Who's going to trim their baby's rat tail? Come on. Hmm. Huh. It's unfortunate. All right, we need to go over what was in the rider because that's a big controversy right now, whether or not Jack Russell 
uh, got permission to use these pyrotechnics. He says he did. The club said they didn't. This club in New Jersey where they played last week said that they didn't, but they went ahead and, and uh, fired those things off anyway. Yeah, the, the Stone Pony, which is a legendary club. The manager... Is this a tease? This is the longest tease. Oh, are we teasing? Oh, are we teasing? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. It's time for All a tease. Right. Well, then we're going to talk about the writer for Jack Russell's Great White coming up next. Because he's alive. <laughs> okay. Thursdays are sweet on the ticket. Free sweet tickets to see the Stars and Sabres, March 31st, every hour, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Next Thursday on Sports Radio 1310, the ticket. 1032 Sports Radio 1310, the ticket, the rant on the road at David McDavid, Lincoln Mercury. Uh, we are east of Coit Road on Plano Parkway in Plano. Stop by and see us. We'll be here until noon. We have ticket chicks, Angie and Alicia up here. We also are registering people to win... What do we got to win? Ticket t-shirts? We have ticket t-shirts? We got ticket t-shirts. Davey brought up some uh, rant and baby arm t-shirts, too. So we're selling those on location, Dave. Mm -hmm. Very hot items. Very hot items. Also, we have some Desperados tickets and some Dave & Buster's power cards. So we have a lot of good things like that. And Dave McDavid, of course, has a bunch of deals. A 2002 Lincoln Navigator for $31,988. It only has 12 miles on it. That's impossible. That is very gently used right there. That's um, like not even down the street and back. Has memory seats, anti-theft, keyless entry, home link system, all that kind of good stuff. They Stop have the, by uh, Dave McDavid Lincoln Mercury. They have the Aviator out here, too, the smaller version of the Navigator. I don't know much about that one. They're pretty cool. Really? Yeah. I've heard of a Mercury Mountaineer. That's what's right in front of us. That's what I was driving for a while, one of those Grand Marquis. It was my undercover cop car. <laughs> it was your grandpa car. Yeah. Dave McDavid, Lincoln Mercury, will be here until noon. All right, we're talking about this disaster up there in Rhode Island, that club that went up in flames when the Great Whites started their first song, set off some fireworks. Club burned down in three minutes, 96 when, people dead. When the Great White... Oh, that, that sounded kind of old person to it me. It did. When the Jack Russell's Great White... <laughs> Okay, and Corby was going to fill us in a little bit about the writer. The Smoking Gun dot com got a hold of their tour writer, which is the contract that bands send on up ahead to the club, and the club has to agree to all the stuff that the band won't play. And it's things like their stage set up, things they want in the dressing room, particular kind of drink they want, all that sort of thing. Did you find this weird or ironic that three out of the four guys' last names is amp no no that's the stage setup of where their amps go this is ty's amp dave's amp mark's amp and no their their drummer is not related to paul riser either that is a drum riser i wonder why he got a bigger sign yeah all right uh and corby was making the interesting point of that the people who were the were alive that are now dead that how weird that is I said it was weird because those are the people that you see in that video. Just like going, huh, what's going on? Those are the people that are dead. It wasn't like, they were alive and now they're dead. That's not what I was saying. Does God Cobra. have a plan? It all seems so random. Yet so real. So anyway, the writer. This is Jack Russell's Great White, who I didn't even know was still around. Or were Jack still Russell or Great White? Either one. I haven't even heard of Jack Russell. Have you? No. No. I guess he's the lead singer. So anyway, they have two songs. Rock Me 
And there's another one. Help um, me. Um, twice bitten, once shy. Yeah, shy once, a couple once, times, but bitten Once bitten, before. twice shy. Previously bitten, and now, hence, fourth shy. Horrible 80s man. Total Rich Phillips man. In the rider, showers. Very important. Jack Russell requires a lockable, clean shower facility with hot water, towels, etc. There are Excedrin. There are females in the touring party, and the pipes in the corner won't work. What's the pipes in the corner? Meaning, if you just have a shower that looks like a pipe standing in the corner of like a locker area, that doesn't work. He needs a door that leads into a shower that locks. Wait, now how many clubs can actually comply with that? No one. Therefore, if your venue does not have these facilities, a day room at a local clean motel or hotel will be required to be provided by the promoter for the purpose of showering and preparation for the show. Guy doesn't look like he showers. No. I guess it's to keep his hose clean. His hose? Hose. Oh. Just go sit him on a fire hydrant. <laughs> Catering. On load-in, nine Subway-style sandwiches are required, along with soft drinks. Please coordinate with the artist tour manager regarding evening meal and further hospitality requirements, which are this. 24 large bottles of non-carbonated water at room temperature in Jack Russell's room. He has his own room. 12 cans of regular Wait, Coke. Wait, why does he need 24 bottles? I don't know. Yeah, I guess that was to put out the fire. Oh, man. Because he did try that. You know, he, he took one of his and he bottles of water. And I was spraying water all over the fire, and it just wouldn't Because go I saw the spirit flames licking up the side of the wall. It didn't work, however. And all these so people that were in the front row were so alive. Okay, I'm getting creeped out. Go on, Corby. Twelve cans of regular Coke or Pepsi. Chilled. Twenty-four cans of Diet Pepsi. Chilled. Twelve small bottles of orange juice. Chilled. Twelve assorted breakfast pastries. One platter of various sandwiches or deli tray and bread. And one large bag of potato chips. Plates, bowls, cups, knives, forks, spoons, napkins, etc. Please provide all utensils required to, set the, to stop the crew from eating with their hands. How about a gun? Just hold that on them. That'll stop them. Uh, please provide lunch for nine persons upon arrival, either from the venue menu or Subway sandwiches. Now, after... Okay, that's before they even do their sound check. This is to be available in the dressing room directly after sound check. Sound check, I wasn't in a band. How long sound check? Oh, Ten about minutes? A, no, it could be up to an hour. Okay. Between load in and sound check. We'll see Chip, the guy who used to be in a band with us out here. Sound check for us always included load in, so it was longer. But for these guys, they have it all set up, so sound check may be 15, 20 minutes. Okay. So after all that's provided and after sound check, a nutritious meal shall be, shall be served, including salad, chicken breast, or prime rib baked or mashed potatoes, and freshly steamed vegetables. If the promoter is unable to provide this meal within the venue facility, then a buyout of $10 per person will be required. A total of $90 paid in cash to the tour manager directly before sound check. I'd pay that 90 bucks so quickly. I know. Yeah, Let get them the provide them prime rib. Yeah, or baked chicken breast. So they, they totally junk out on that first meal with potato chips and Cokes. Right. Then they want a nutritious meal. And he looked really horrible, by the way. Oh, he did. Like he, looked... he ate every bit of that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, to be in dressing rooms at least three hours before showtime. Now, 
at the club he was playing at, I'm going to go on a limb and say there weren't dressing rooms. I don't get it. All of this, all these hoops to jump through to get Great White to play, and they played for under 300 people. Yeah. And, and they only and played they, one song. And they're, they're, well, I don't think that was the intent. They're oh. still... Uh, they're still demanding the same stuff that they were getting in arenas when they were right. playing big venues in the late 80s. Yeah. A jar of Depp to be put in the dressing room. High-powered hair dryer and crimper. <laughs> All right. To be in dressing room at least three hours before showtime, ten large bath-sized towels. Ten. He has to sweat out all that potato chip grease. <laughs> <laughs> ten small towels... For stage use, one pot of boiling water and ten plastic cups. Wait, hold it. What? That's for heroin. Six cans of Red Bull and or other energy drinks. Yeah, after you're so lethargic after eating all that crud. <laughs> <laughs> one enema. Well, hang on, because he ate healthy afterwards. Uh-huh. Also, two large pizzas, mushroom, salami, and sausage toppings. After the show. This is so ridiculous. That's after the show or before? That's after the Directly show. Directly after the show. After they finish rocking the house, they need some pizza. Gosh. Then transportation to Denny's will be provided. <laughs> Please note that there is no alcohol or unnecessary items on this rider. Just the basic requirements to keep the band and crew happy. Please, let's try to keep it that way and ensure that all the items listed are available at the requested times. You know, they, he kind of goes in and out of, you know, legal, formal business speak. Hey, dude, let's keep the band happy because these are the necessary elements in which to... <laughs> uh, let's see. 30 minutes is required from the end of the support act set until Jack Russell's stage time. Not Great White, Jack, Jack Russell. Russell. If the support act is running over, their set will be cut short to allow for a correct onstage time for Jack Russell. They have the telephone number there, too. All right, so here's my question. I'm looking at the, where's the band layout? The uh, You just had it. Okay, yeah. For Jack Russell's great white stage plot here. Which guitarist, do we know which guitarist is missing? Is it Ty, Ty Dave, or Mark? Ty Amp. I think Dave may be a bass player. Either Ty or Mark is missing. Well, how did Jack Russell get out and the other two guys? But I don't know. I don't get that either. Because they were in the back of the club where the stage was. And if they were only missing one band member, that means that they were able to get from the very back to the front or they had access to a fire exit. And I've never heard whether they took Or maybe they a hid fire in uh, Jack Russell's safe room. Is that in the rider, that he has to have a safe room? Maybe he ate the guitarist. <laughs> he thought he was a deli sandwich. Yeah. All right, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that's probably insensitive, considering that the man is dead. Just a theory. So this guy, Dominic well, I Santana... I can't if it's a theory, then... This guy, Dominic Santana, from the uh, Stone Pony in Asbury Park, New Jersey, said that uh, last Friday, um, the 14th of February, Great White played at the Stone Pony... And he said that they set off a pyrotechnic display without his permission. and that Oh, he so had, they played there recently. Yeah, and he said he had no idea that the pyrotechnics were part of the rock band show and uh, pointed to the performance rider, which makes no reference to pyrotechnic displays. All right. Well, then this hurts the club considerably. 
If the club had them play back on the 14th. No, this is a different club. The Stone Pony. Oh, it's a different club. Yeah, the Tinder Box. What's the name of the other one? It's, it's not called the Tinder Box. I thought I heard that. Someone said the club was a Tinder Box. It's called the Station Club. Oh. Anyway. All right, so I thought that you were saying that he had played the club before. No, this was uh, earlier on the tour. Right. That, you know, I guess they've been using pyrotechnics uh, on this right. entire tour, but it's not in the rider. And, you know, two concert uh, venue owners sent the rider to Smoking Gun, and then this other guy from the Stone Pony, you know, contacted the Smoking Gun and said he had no idea that they were using pyrotechnics either. Well, Great White is screwed. Jack Russell is... Not going to yeah, be now, able to afford any now he mushroom wishes, and pepperoni pizzas anymore. Now he wishes his name wasn't at the front of Great White so much. All right, Reiner thinks this is the best thing that ever happened Dude, to Dude, it was career. that guitarist band. <laughs> yeah, he did it. He did it. Ask him. Why do you want to sue a dead guy? Reiner thinks this is the best thing that will ever happen to this band. No, it's the he worst says within, thing. The best thing? He says within two weeks they'll be out and drawing bigger crowds than ever because of this. No, there's no it's way. Nuts. Their guitarist is dead and they're going to be... Vilified. for every well, right. First off, coin that they own. I'm sure Great White can come up with another guitarist. But but that's not the that's not the main thing. Right, they're going to be sued. They're they're going to be held. They're going to be held completely responsible because the club owners were not aware that they were going to shoot off pyrotechnics. Right. It's going to be the band's fault, and they're going to have to pay damages to all the families of the dead concert goers. Well, they'll be bankrupt. I mean, they, I doubt they have any money. And by the way, the rant will launch an investigation to figure out whether or not that club was made out of hay. Because we don't know that. I'm so sorry of you. 96 people are about to be in the ground. It burned in two and a half minutes. Therefore, the investigation... Therefore, it must have been made of hay. Right. That'll sue the pig that built that thing. <laughs> What was the other one? It was hay and brick was the final one. Oh, yeah, the middle the one was one? mud or something. Wood, twigs. Sticks. Sticks. So sticks had played there the night no, before. No, not Dennis DeYoung's sticks. Oh, it's so horrible. And I hate watching that video. For uh, <laughs> Once Bitten, Twice Shy? No, All right, the so video you see fire. Couldn't you see something like this? Maybe not Great White, but some you know cheesy 80s band that you and Julie... You know, you say, let's go see this. And a bunch of your friends go because it's kitschy and stupid, you know. Yeah. And just imagine that whole block of friends. Man, it's been so out. long since we saw Dawkins. Come on, let's go. Well, I can see, you know what, because uh, Richard Hunter, when he came into work last night, he said that he probably would have gone to see in this band if they would have come through here. Was really? And Rich Phillips probably would have, too. Was Dallas on Great White's hmm. tour? Were they going like, to play like the Canyon Club or something? Because that's usually where those probably. washed up heavy metal bands yeah. play. I'm sure they were. And that's that was... Richard's so self-centered. He goes, so just think about it. What would the ticket have done if me and Rich Phillips would have gone and we that. would have died? What would they have done today? Through a party? Watch the ratings shoot up? <laughs> <laughs> that was his first question. Isn't that unbelievable? Yes. What would be the lead story on the local news? You think that I would get a bigger obituary than than Big Dick Phillips? <laughs> <laughs> Big Dick Phillips? How would this affect my sex life if I died? 
Would I still be able to be immortal? Is there porn in heaven? <laughs> I guarantee you all those thoughts went through his head. <laughs> Probably. Guaranteed. Would my therapist be dead too? Could I kill him with me? To have him in heaven to watch porn with Maybe me? Maybe I should drag him to all concerts. Just yeah, just case. to safeguard myself. So he can therapize me in heaven. Right. <laughs> He's a great therapizer. He starts on my left foot and then works all the way up. All right, uh, coming up next, the great story of the end of the world. Wow. <laughs> okay. KTCK Dallas-Fort Worth. KTBK Sherman Dennison. KTDK Sanger. Who will be the Lord of the Rink? Dave and Buster's Team Musers or Arby's Team Hardline? Find out April 8th at the Sports Radio 1310 The Ticket Charity Challenge on Ice. Tickets available now at 214-GO-STARS. Sweet chariot! 1054 on Sports Radio 1310 The Ticket. The rant at Dave McDavid Lincoln Mercury on uh, Plano Parkway just east of Coit in Plano, Texas. Stop by and see us. We'll be here until noon. Corby Davidson, Dave Lane, and I'm Gordon Keith, and we have all the news that you want to hear about today. Uh-huh. We've covered the tragic Great White story. You know what? I was not so offended by Hole. I kind of like their stupid pop songs. They're a good band. Courtney loves a good front woman, too. You don't like her, do you? No. She's trash. I think she can and look that, good, that, man. That first Hole album, wasn't it all Nirvana songs that she sang? Like songs that Kurt Cobain had written. So? Sounded good. Well, yeah, sure, but it's just cheap. She stole it. Would she have a By career? By the way, everybody, Nirvana, not that great. That is the most overrated band of all time. I'm in that camp with you. Foo Fighters, much better than Nirvana. I agree with that. I do, too. I totally agree, I agree with, with that. that. I don't understand what was so great about Nirvana. It was different. It was, it was, it was totally, groundbreaking. Yeah, it was different. And it started... You know, I guess it just didn't sound that different to me. I mean, it was different well, than what was going on at the out, time, right. but it wasn't like this new form of music I've never... I can't even comprehend Well, no, but it was, a, it was a return to rock. It was a stripped-down version Because of we rock. had Great White. Yeah. You know, they were popular then. You saw what happened to them. Yeah. God punished them. Well, now, I don't know about that conclusion. So the world has ended for Great White's guitarist, but... Uh, oh, my gosh. It's... Uh, <laughs> Not the best way to segue into a different story. Yeah. Oh, I think Gloria Compost used that same segue last night. You like the tenuous news su uh, I segue? I hate that. When they try to turn on a dime to get into the next story. <laughs> well, um, there's a theory that uh, the world is going to end uh, in the not-too-distant future. There's always that theory. That's always been the case. Yeah, but this is not some, like, weekly world news story. Or a cult. Right. This is based on the findings of Sir Isaac Newton. Oh, wow. Is he, what's he doing now? He's dead. Oh. He spent... Uh, well, how did he find something new? Well, he spent 50 years of his life and wrote almost 5,000 pages trying to predict when the world would end. He and died he was, five years ago at a Europe concert. <laughs> you know, Galileo was killed at a Jafria jam. <laughs> Copernicus was trampled at a loudness show. Loudness. <laughs> I love the name Jafria. I laugh every time I hear Jafria. it. Jafria. 
<laughs> All right. I'm sorry, David. Okay, so anyway, he he basically was obsessed with the Bible. And he would pick God apart nut. He would pick apart the Bible believing that it contained God's secret laws for the universe. And mm. so he would study the Bible and do all these calculations and they've discovered these little known manuscripts in Old a diaries of his yeah in a library in Jerus Jerusalem and they've studied them and See, I heard they had them for a while they just couldn't get in that little lock he had they lost the key to his old diary <laughs> damn it <laughs> can't pry it open so the most definitive number that they've seen what if they did pry it open and it was all a bunch of yeah, saw Mary walking down through the town square again. Hot. God, she's hot. <laughs> I wish I had the courage to talk to her. I know. Well, I guess I'll work on these Newtonian physics a little bit more. <laughs> then I'm going to go to bed. But believe me, I'll be thinking about her right before I fall asleep. I'm going to totally invent the boob job. <laughs> Mary's great, but I just wish her cans were bigger. Yeah. Reminder, invent silicon. <laughs> or cone, I guess it would be. So they say that the most definitive date that uh, Isaac Newton set for the apocalypse, the year 2060. So we got like uh, 57 we'll be, years to party. We'll be old. We won't care. I'll be 90 years old. And I hope, I hope that is when it comes down. That so way you, I got to live a big you, full life and you all got the, the young last people years on Yes, Earth. absolutely. Now, this is what he predicts. He predicts that in the year 2060... Uh, will be the second coming of Christ. Yep. Which would uh, follow... May, this may not be good news for us because the second coming of Christ in 2060 is going to follow plagues and war. So sometime in the next 57 years there's going to be a war, which may be coming up yep. here in the next couple and months. Plagues. And plagues. Now what is a plague exactly? Locusts? Can AIDS be considered a plague? Yes. Yes. It so is we've the, already had a plague, so we've knocked that out. It's the plague of Africa right now. Well, it's the whole world now, Corby. Isn't that the whole world? Yeah. What's the plague of Toto? I don't know. Some, sounds like an album. Or... So... <laughs> then he says that um, after the second coming of Christ, there's going to be a thousand-year reign by the saints on earth. Gosh, imagine how wet it'll be. Of which okay. Sir Isaac Newton will be one of the saints. Oh, really? Well, that's cocky. He wrote himself in, I guess. Or is he a, an actual saint? I don't know. He may be saint a saint Isaac already. Newton? No, I think it's Sir he's Isaac Sir Newton. Isaac Newton. All he has to do is change the spelling of Sir and then he's a saint. Yeah. So do you buy that? That he's a saint? No, that you don't have to necessarily put so much into your 401k anymore. I don't already. I'm, that's why I'm hoping the second coming happens, where all these people who've been saving and, oh, we're going to retire, and, you know, not me. <laughs> Blow it all out. I'll, I'll do whatever it takes to bring about the end of the world all right, let's when it say, comes to retirement age. Let's say that the second coming happens in, like, 20 years or so, yeah. when we're in our 50s. And it starts, like, in Bedford. He appears in Bedford. I can promise you he will not choose Bedford. You don't think so? No. Will you concur with that? Yeah. It won't be Bedford, I can guarantee well, that. Well, what do you think it's me? Like one of the Dave and Busters? <laughs> uh, attention, uh, gamers. Uh, we have Jesus appearing in the ski ball area, if you'd like to head on over there. Gamers? <laughs> no, I think it'll be like at a, you know, 
Seven Eleven. I think it'll be at like a Jiffy Lube and Allen. No, it'll probably be. Wouldn't you think it'd be in the Holy Land? Yeah. Or is that too dangerous for Jesus these days? I'm sure he could ward off whatever evils are approaching him. I don't know. I don't know if he had really special powers like that. To, like he wasn't a wasn't he a magician? Jedi? Yeah, but, he wasn't like a Jedi. But he could tap into the Matrix, couldn't he? Probably. So like he could slow mo out out of the way of bullets and stuff. Yeah, when he's fighting terrorists and stuff. He's just moving real slow yeah. in a daze and has glazed eyes, but the action's real fast for them. Yeah. I've never understood that. Why, when you're... Just because you you can... You know, it seems slow to you. Why do you have to be all lazy-eyed and everything when you're doing it? Like they Keanu are Keanu Reeves. He's the worst. That's a sign of the apocalypse, that he is so famous. Whoa. And he is the worst actor ever. I think he concurs with Corby's point. That yeah, about they were alive, they were alive and, and now then they were dead. not alive anymore. They were having fun, and then they were having not fun. <laughs> <laughs> but would you would you go seek out Jesus? Let's say that he was spotted at the Jiffy Lube and not until I went to a church and got some really quick forgiveness. In I Qatar, mean, I'd be having to cram before I met him. But would you fly over there and try oh, to forgiveness for cramming? High five him or something. I don't think you high-five Jesus. You touch his robe. You well, give whatever. him a dap. You dap oh, him. you dap him? Yeah. You don't want him to have, like, sweaty hands? No, see, I think you, you go what up, if Jesus you shake had... his hand, then you, you know, you cross the hand up like you're going to start an intricate handshake, and then you do the half hug, and you each pat each other on the shoulder, the half guy hug, you know? What if his hand was all fishy, <laughs> and, like, he kind of... From the de- fishes and loaves? He's he, probably washed them since then. He kind of dead fished you, you know, kind of oh. gave you a half-ass shake, and then you're just kind of like, ugh, kind of walk away. See, I, he had I, a really bad meeting with Jesus, and that's, that's it. just it. didn't go well? Yeah. I would think that Jesus would be a dapper, because just like you don't like shaking the hand of the dirty P1... I, what, what are you talking about, he sir? Want, he wouldn't want to shake the hand of all the dirty sinners on earth. True. All those weirdos. That's why he was sent here, to commune with the sinners. He was the go-between. Or what if he's like, hang on, people, and he puts on like a medical glove. Medical glove. Or, yeah. Hey, you guys have any Anabac? <laughs> After you're shaking about 100 hands. He just has a, one of those little dial squirt things. Yeah. little Anabac lotion yeah. where you can put it on. In between every handshake. Yeah, I bet you, if, if you were Jesus, wouldn't you be, like, because you're human. I mean, you know that you're God, but you're also human, so you're susceptible to disease, too. Right? Yeah. I'm sure his immune system sucks being up there for so long. It's probably cold. What? What do you mean, being up in heaven for so long, his yeah. immune system sucks? Yeah. It's kind of like how um, when the uh, British came over here and the Indians caught all their diseases. Yeah. Because their immune system was down. I'm sure... Yeah, they may not be used to some of the things we have now, some right. of the bugs, because we have these, you know, bacteria that's, that's resistant to antibacterial things. There's all kinds of new stuff. So he'd probably be in a space suit. Like a bubble boy? Yeah. And then would people believe him? A hazmat uniform? That he was Jesus? Yeah. He comes down in a hazmat uniform. You know, I've always thought about that, and it's very fascinating. If Jesus did come back down to Earth, no one would believe it. No. He'd have to do stuff. Yeah, he'd have to do... He'd res- have to resort to tricks. He'd have to do... It, like David Copperfield, like, making the Statue yeah, of Liberty. Yeah, and, and everyone would say, oh, that was on TV. They can... Uh, David Copperfield did it. And I'm not... David Blaine would come over and do the exact same thing? Yeah, more people think David Blaine would be Jesus than Jesus. 
because of all the things that David Blaine can do. Hey, do, do a card trick. Well, my son, I, I don't think I need to do a card trick. Show me an ace. Throw a deck of cards against that window and make uh, an ace stick okay, in the okay. other side. See, you right, have to do that. Go. There'd be people screaming at him doing that. All right, um, I'd like to get into some scripture and some spiritual teachings right now, but... Make great what reunite. Okay, hold on. Let me do that real quick. But first I want you to think of a name, and then a cab will drive by with a name on it. <laughs> oh, David Blaine did that last week. See, that's what I'm telling you. No one would believe him. But no one believed him then either. Back in the day. A few guys did. He had a handful of them. Yeah, but I mean, uh, proportionately, it was a small number. Yeah. More but, people didn't believe but, him than but, did so, believe him. So that's the thing. Like, um, maybe not David Koresh, but some of these guys who do purport to be Jesus... That's their ammunition. That well, I mean, how do we know that they're not? We just immediately dismiss anyone who says because they're Jesus. Because they didn't do card tricks. Because the government said he wasn't, and they shot him. So you're going to believe the government? Uh-huh. So would our government, just like the Romans, kill the new Jesus, or Jesus part two? Probably. What if, what if the actual disciples are alive, and they are Penn and Teller, David Blaine? These are all of Jesus' people. Oh, they're all magicians? Yes, and they gather him up and... Doug Henning. Doug Henning. <laughs> He's dead. Oh. oh, he is? Yeah. Oh, no. He's with oh. Jesus right now. Right. Gallagher? Jesus right. called him home. Gallagher. <laughs> Carrot Top? I don't, I don't know if he's magician. a magician. <laughs> Seinfeld. But it'd be funny. <laughs> what were we talking about? I don't know. The end of the world in 2060. Oh, yeah. yeah, I don't think that that's going to I don't happen. believe it. All right, coming up next, a horny rabbi. Okay. Howdy, disco citizens. Meh, meh. I guess clapping hasn't started yet. Yeah, it doesn't start till the end. This is a song and an album. Huh? This is a song that's yeah. on an album. Yeah. I don't understand why anyone would listen to this just by itself. I mean, it sounds like a show song, you know? It's just a, a loop. Frank Black? No, that's the other one. That's Teenage Fan Club. Oh. How's that one go? The Frank Black one? That's yeah. the other theme. The Poster Boy of Achievement one? No, 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 no. There should be another theme. Board ops person. Is that Teenage Fan Club? That was Teenage Fan Club. The other one is Frank Black. We were at uh, Dave McDavid we, Lincoln Mercury in Plano, Texas, east of Coit Road on Plano Parkway. Stop by and see us today only. $6,000 off Lincoln Navigators. They have 70 to choose from. Hmm. Either that's 10 or 70. It looks like 70, though, doesn't it? 70. I think Six grand off. It's probably 70. Yeah, this is the Frank Black one. 
Come see the all-new Lincoln Aviator. That's the, uh, they have the largest selection in town of Lincoln Aviators. It's Lincoln's smaller version of the Navigator. Mention you heard about David David Lincoln Mercury on the ticket, and you receive a free window tint. Wow. It's pretty cool. Now, it's not clear whether that's with a purchase of a vehicle or whether you just receive a free window tent. I don't know. I imagine probably when you purchase the vehicle. Come see the 2003 Lincoln LS featuring the all-new THX sound. They get THX sound in a vehicle? That's distracting. Does it make that sound every time you turn it on? <laughs> and the uh, and navigation system. So come by, check out all that at Dave and Dave Lincoln Mercury. We'll be here until noon. It's the all-new rant with Corby Davidson, Dave Lane, and I'm Gordon Keith. Dave, we have an exciting story about a rabbi whose pants were were crazy. Yes. Um, you can turn this off this, this song. And this is a, um, a very well-respected rabbi in New York. He's an Orthodox rabbi who... Is there such a thing? Yes. He leads the New York City Board of Rabbis. I mean, think about how many rabbis are in New York City. I'm bored of rabbis. Can I be a part of that group? No, Not bored. Not you're tired of them. Oh. B-O-A-R-D. Oh. He was arrested on Friday and faces up to four years in prison. What did he do exactly? He tried to uh, cyber with a 13-year-old girl. Hmm. He's, his name is Israel Kestenbaum. He may not be Jewish. <laughs> He's 54 years old. There's only one more name that's more Jewish than that. You want to share it with us? No, you made it up. You told me. What? Go ahead. I don't know what you're talking about, really. We truly. can't say it. No, I wanted to say it, but I censored myself for once. Yeah. You're talking about the... Uh, let, that's, that's I'll, a, I'll, you know what? That's a stern thing. I know that's it is. Stolen. I know. Right. It sounds like it's where black okay, black don't. man came it sounds from. Sounds like the name Newey. Yeah. Yeah. Newey Newman. Yeah. That's Howard Stern's. His joke was when he heard the, the Buffalo Bills coach was named Marv Levy. He's like, "There's only one name that's more Jewish than that." Newey Newman. No, that's it was he, Israel Hamburgen or whatever no. this guy's name is. Israel Kestenbaum. He's 54 years old. He. Was chatting with girls in an internet chat room called I Love Older Men. I go in there. <laughs> he uh, was talking to this 13-year-old girl and convinced her to uh, meet him at a coffee house. Knowing that she's 13? Yeah. Okay. Turns out that the 13-year-old girl was an undercover detective. So they bust this... Still wanted to meet you anyway. Uh, <laughs> I was pretending I was a 13-year-old girl, but... You got me hot. You got me real hot. It's funny how you meet people sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a little embarrassed. <laughs> I got to tell you, I, I was lying about something there, and I, I want to confess what it is now. And <laughs> so they uh, they arrest him. Why don't you just talk like a girl? What? You went so. Uh, <laughs> it's really weird. Yeah. 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 So um, they arrest him, and oh, that creeps me out when you do your little breaking the man girl. Yeah. Man, they, girl, Dave. They arrest him, and he has a bag with him. Uh-oh. Nothing? And in his bag, they find... Uh, Toys? Numerous, numerous grondoms and a tube of KY. Oh, my goodness. Then they check out his uh, work computer and his home computer, yeah. full of kitty porn. Uh-oh. That's not good. 
Well, it's good to see that the priests are rubbing off on the rabbis. No, they're not. They're trying to rub off on young girls. Oh. They're not rubbing off on each other. Are rabbis, supposed to, are rabbis supposed to be chaste like no. priests? No. They can marry and Absolutely. do and dirty things with Yeah, have with child women. porn on their computer? No, they're not supposed to do that. No. But they can have a wife and Absolutely. have monkey sex with her? Sure. I guess. Okay, that's interesting. What if he was we married? all have monkey sex in God's eyes. Does God frown on all sex? Yes, absolutely. That's why we were put on this earth, to procreate. No, I don't know about that. I question that. I think, we, I think that... I think you know, George and I had this debate yesterday during commercial because I claim that, that God basically is disgusted with all sex and wish he had never created it because it's never a loving act. I prefer a male. So you think he's and he claims the way there? I do it's never a loving act. But I think that any way you do it is never a loving act. You don't think... No, when you're pushing your wife's face down into a headboard and... It's just, it's not right. None of it's right. But what about the point when you're like, I love you. Right, right as you ball your fist and smack her across the nose? Right. This is love. It's not love. You know what I'm saying, though? Don't you guys agree? I mean, think about every time that you've done that. As you're kneading her buttocks. Yeah, and the evil thoughts that what? probably go through your head or just the weird stuff that happened just before. Well, what's going on in your head? Just evil stuff. <laughs> Serpents flying around. Serpents, clowns, weird things. <laughs> I'm just saying that there's no way that that is ever of God. So he's constantly crying. Yes, and, and so upset. meanwhile, people keep getting his attention because he thinks they're starting to pray. You know, it's like, oh, God, oh, God. And he's looking down, and oh, my goodness, and sees what they're doing and has to turn away. It's just wrong. It's worse when you're by yourself, too. God really hates that. You think so? Oh, as you, as oh geez. <laughs> as you soil yourself and then roll over crying with all the guilt. Right. Because you know what a disgusting creature you are. I'm telling you, the world would be a better place without the privates. I agree. And the Lord knows this. Yeah, he, I think he's wishing he had a do-over. Yeah. And why couldn't, why couldn't we just procreate asexually? Why, I mean, I guess Michael Jackson does, but why couldn't we all do it in that way? Why couldn't it be just like through a hug? Yeah. You hug and then that's it. Or like we spore. Like you walk down the street and you spore onto a leaf and then... A woman right. spores onto that yeah, leaf, right. and then a little baby grows okay, there. Okay, and then a leaf baby grows up. You know how... And has a monkey hand. <laughs> you know how simple your life would be if none of those thoughts ever entered your mind? I'm telling you, sexuality is what complicates everything. It's what... I think it's what causes people to be aggressive, have wars, be territorial, everything. It's all based on that. If I walked in this room right now, it'd be so much better if I looked at these two ticket chicks and didn't want to ram their heads together. Or if I didn't look at Dave and want to ram our heads together. Right. It's called snoodling. Yeah. Yuck. All right, do I get support or not? That yeah. All of that is, is I think I, I not... No, I think the initial You're purpose, saying that you... The initial purpose with your wife... No, 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 no. Is it ever good, clean family love? No, but... That's <laughs> okay. God's initial purpose was to procreate and populate the earth, but then when he gave us uh, free will, 
then it totally backfired on him. Well, no, I'm not exempting animals from this. I think, who is it, Craig Miller or George, that claims that all animal... That all animal love is rape. It's Craig, I've heard him do Craig, that. and he's right. He is right. Oh, yeah. Gang of dogs ganging up on another one and just... Oh, there goes the girl. Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. That was a mistake. Yeah, it's probably not the best. But anyway... So I guess um, I'm not going to do the next story I was going to do. No, go ahead. She left. No, she no, just, she just, she just rotated. Here. Oh. To a different just position. Make sure you're real cryptic. All right. This uh, comes to us from Sydney, Australia. This uh, masseuse, this past week, he was trying to appeal a decision in court, and his appeal was struck down. He was found guilty on two counts of grexual grinnercourse without consent. That's great. Right. He's a guy, a male masseuse, and uh, the... No, he's a masseur. Mas well, a masseur, right. A masseuse is a woman, right? And masseur is a, is right. a man. Yeah. He's a, he's a masseur. What the heck do I know? And the two clients that um, brought charges on him for this uh, grexual grinnercourse without consent... Were named... Were men. Oh, no. That uh, this masseur performed grillatio. That's a happy ending. It's Wait, a happy ending. Well, okay, so couldn't they have just said, hey, get away? They're yeah. men. Hey, listen, dude, I know that I'm in a full state of arousal for you to do this, but please don't do it. The judge said there was clearly no overt consent despite the fact that the men did not try and stop him. Oh, God! One man testified at the trial that he thought... Right now, God, just look down and he's very angry. I know. Hey, what is it? Oh, a palatio story. Oh, my goodness. One man testified at the trial that he thought the Grorl Grex was just part of the massage. Okay. Can you do it in my butt, Dan? He was quoted as saying, I just couldn't do nothing. Like, I was just in shock. I was in shock for like four and a half minutes, and then all of a sudden I wasn't in shock so much anymore. Then I was just shuddering. It was so wonderful. <laughs> As my buttocks clenched in pleasure. <laughs> I love this masseur. I'm leaving. Stroke me. That, and this guy, was his, his appeal didn't go through. Right. He that was, is amazing. He was sentenced four years. Gosh. That is amazing. The second guy said he didn't want to protest for fear that it would worsen his shoulder injury. <laughs> what? <laughs> This is his quote. Where is this? Where did this occur? Australia. Sydney, Australia. Unbelievable. His quote is, I didn't want to put up no fight because I thought... By the way, we transported both these guys from Euless to, <laughs> yeah, to I don't Australia. That. This is the Australian accent? <laughs> I can't do an Australian accent. Did well, they really it. have this bad of grammar, though? Yes. This is, these are exact quotes. Well, huh. do it in your Euless accent, then. I didn't want to put up no fight because I thought this is going to be worse. So I just laid there and did nothing. That's did, great. Did these men complete? Evidently. Okay. They, they made, that is consensual. They made throat babies in the masseur. It's 11.28 on the ticket.
Watch the Stars and Sabres March 31st in a luxury suite at American Airlines Center. Thursdays are sweet on the ticket. Get free tickets every hour, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Next Thursday on Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket. 11.36 on Sports Radio 1310, The Ticket, The Rant, on location at Dave McDavid, Lincoln Mercury in Plano, Texas. We're just east of Coit Road on Plano Parkway. Selling some uh, some Lincolns, selling some Mercuries. We've got ticket chicks out here. We have Angie and Alicia. And you can come out here and register to win ticket T-shirts. We've got $10 Dave & Buster's Power Cards. And for today only... Dave McDavid, Lincoln Mercury, is offering $6,000 off Lincoln Navigators. Wow. 70 to choose from, so whatever blend of features you want, I'm sure they're going to have that. Nice. Uh, okay. Now, I picked up Corby today, um, which is uh, such a, I guess it's cars on the fritz. I drove from Arlington yeah, to pick thank up Corby. You. Isn't that odd? Yeah, wow. And then I went by your house, Dave, and you were already gone. What? What's your deal? Yeah. Why couldn't gone? you ride with us? Because I have to go to Babies R Us after the show. Well. For what? To get a, a baby shower gift. Oh. Oh. You have to go to a baby shower tonight? Yeah. Oh, no. It'll be fun, though. It seems so wrong. It's like you're a full-grown adult showing with a baby. No. Some, a friend of mine yeah. is going to have a child. You're right, though. It is wrong. And so you're showering with them? No. We're showering the expectant mother with gifts for the baby. Golden? No. All right. All right, so I went by pickup Corby, and he's sitting on his front porch. And he gets in um, my Nissan, which, by the way, I'm driving a used Nissan from Dave McDavid Auto Group from the pre-owned lot. Pre-owned. Pre-owned. He gets in the car, and he's all confused and discombobulated. And I say, what's up? And he proceeds to tell me this strange story. Well, you noticed the garage sale going on next door. Yes, I did. My next-door neighbor's having a garage sale. Didn't know any uh, white people out there. The next yeah, you would have thought they were giving away enchiladas out there with the crowd. <laughs> is it the next, what does that mean? Is it the next-door neighbor that's the, the hermit? No. So it had, like, both male and female sex organs? Not a herm. <laughs> no, he has a next-door neighbor that, like, won't cut the grass and... Yeah. It's just it's really weird. Very odd. So the other neighbor's having the garage sale, and I'm sitting out on my front porch waiting for Gordon to show up, and he's late. So first off, this car comes up and... I had, I had to roll over and wipe myself off and feel guilty. Yuck. But I thank you. I didn't have time to do that. The, uh, you're, this, you're crusted. <laughs> Clap off. No, this, uh, this car pulls up. Blue. What? And they park... Literally, they're blocking my driveway. So if I wanted to get out, I couldn't. I was like, well, this is really rude. Now, I didn't need to get out. And with the recent... Uh, you know, fire deaths, you're, like, worried. Exactly. you need to have a form of egress. What? So, this family... It's a, it's a bird that hangs around a lake. There's, like, nine or ten of them. Of, uh, they look like they're south of the border. Family. What do you mean? Down Mexico way? Yes. They pile out of their car, and they walk over to the garage sale. Why do you say pile out of the car? Because they did. There was a lot of them in this car. They pi- and it was, like, the, the great-grandmother, the grandmother, the mom, the, the triple great-grandmother... The kids, there was a ton of them. So they go over and lawnmowers, I, and I see them milling around, leaf blowers, looking for leaf blowers and lawnmowers. And that's what they eat. <laughs> and, and they didn't find anything they liked, so they come back and they're they're walking through my yard, and I'm sitting there on my front porch, sitting on my little bench, and the dad bends down. I have a big old pecan tree in my front yard, and the dad bends down, grabs a pecan that's in my yard, cracks it, and starts to eat it. 
I'm thinking, all right, whatever. And then, so then he starts, what? And then you think he didn't feel the bullet that went through his brain <laughs> as you lowered a smoking <laughs> rifle? So then, uh, let me guess, okay. he, he pulls his shirt out and starts gathering pecans in his shirt. Not only that, he orders his family to do the same. So I have a family of Mexicans <laughs> so in like my yard. ants running around your yard yes, gathering food. gathering pecans. And I'm sitting there. You tell them there's another pecan tree in the backyard? Yeah, so you can go, you know, get all you need. I didn't say anything. Finally, the woman looked up. They and never said, asked your permission? No. She looked up and she was like, hello. I was like, take all you want. She's like, yes. No. I was, it was so bizarre. They cleaned my yard out. It was awesome. And you didn't even have to pay did for it. Did they charge you? No, no, no. See, leave I have to pay the ones that do that to my yard. <laughs> what? Did they leave you a flyer? No. Normally they do, though. Maybe that was a test run. Maybe that was their audition. They passed. They I can think come you're going to get a bill. How funny would that be? The whole Mexican family shows up with big distended pecan bellies and they hand you a bill. They picked pecans out of my yard. Were they that hungry? I would have given them ten bucks. Now, this is the sad thing is Corby just had his lawn pesticided. And so these right. were poisonous pecans. So I'm snickering the whole time, hiding behind my bench. <laughs> <laughs> Why are they so infatuated with the, the garage sale? Because things think they're are cheap at garage sales. Well, a lot of people don't make as much money as you do, Corby. Well, that's true. What'd you say? You know what I said. Yeah, but... I mean, how do they know about them, though? It's like the whole community knows about them. They just drive around. No, they don't just drive yeah, around. they do. They, they do. can't read the paper. Why? Because it's in English. Right. It's not where he was going. But it's, it's just like a swarm of, of these people in my neighborhood blocking my driveway and eating my pecans and making a general nuisance out of themselves. Having more kids? Although this did they have a few more kids while they were at the garage sale? No. <laughs> oh, look. Another one fell out. Feed him pecans quickly. He needs nourishment. Give him some of my pecan milk. The <coughs> so, the, uh, the, the garage sale, though, was for uh, the Leukemia Foundation. It was a really... What? Huh? Huh? Those aren't common, are they? Dedicated garage sales? All the proceeds go to the National Leukemia Foundation or something. So I got guilt-tripped into bringing some stuff over there. I was happy to do it. But like good stuff or stuff you were going to throw away? No, it was good stuff. I always just... Like the stuff I, you grew? What? No. It's not going to grow anything. Hydro? You'll, the Mexicans will love this. <laughs> it will send them on a trip to their spirit horse. <laughs> That's two mentions of Spirit Horse in the same show. <laughs> okay, speaking of uh, backward cultures... Well, what? I didn't mention that any backward culture. Oh. Well, Gloria Campos faxed me a bunch of transition... Oh, news story transitions, yeah. yeah. Uh, Jakarta, Indonesia. Speaking of Mexicans, Troy... <laughs> In Jakarta, Indonesia. Boy, there were some funny garage sale in Mexicans, Troy. <laughs> <laughs> this woman in Indonesia is uh, making dinner. Or, or making breakfast. She's cooking in the kitchen. Donkey stew? Yeah, what do they make in Indonesia? It's a bunch of donkey stuff, isn't it? Like donkey stew and donkey pot pie. <laughs> donkey ice cream. <laughs> I thought it was deer penis stew. What? 
What is that? <laughs> Never heard of that. I haven't either. <laughs> it's a delicacy that that dude was making. So. <laughs> Let it go. What's the story? So this woman is making breakfast, and she hears her... her uh, Donkey cry out in pain? No, her... Ten, her <laughs> dingus is laying down the floor. No. <laughs> no, her 10-month-old baby is crying in the bedroom. So she runs into the bedroom, and she says that she couldn't believe what her eyes saw. Her baby had been circumcised. By the donkey? No. What's T the donkey doing, doing all that? It has nothing to do with the donkey. Her 10-month-old baby was alone in the other room, and she ran in and found that it had been circumcised. So what is the... By God? Immaculate circumcision. What that's, it, what the, it, that's the Catholic doctrine. What is the natural Indonesian conclusion? A spirit horse came in and did it. No, a genie <laughs> did it. Oh, well, that makes sense. Yeah, it does. So, Garage door opener like that. It says the family... It's easy to get baby dinguses caught in those. <laughs> the family immediately suspected it was the work of a genie. Here, sit right here. Belief which is widespread in Indonesia, they summoned a local... Wait, read that sentence again. The family immediately believed it was the work of a genie. Yes. Can you imagine walking in and your baby... Well, you have a girl, but you know what I mean. If you had a, a boy and you walked in... I don't have in a and, child, sir. Oh, yeah. And the boy was circumcised, all of a sudden you're like, Yeah. Honey! And you just see this blue <laughs> figure running out to the other door. Genie's been here! So they summon a local clairvoyant to the house. Oh, yes. That's the way to get rid of pesky genies. And Genie he... cut Cletus's wiener. So the clair... I'm Indonesian. <laughs> so the Indonesian clairvoyant comes to the house and... Got deer penis stew? <laughs> the Indonesian clairvoyant comes to the house and checks it out. Yep. It was a genie, all right. <laughs> and they had to pay him. Unbelievable. <laughs> oh. Oh, good. Why? Okay. I guess I'm trying not to be third world insensitive. Yeah, what's the what's the term? Culturally <laughs> ethnocentric or what is it? Cultural centric or all other people are stupid centric? Well, I think that. I don't think that's what I'm talking about. No, you know what I'm talking about, but how how are they not Why are they still think that way? <laughs> I don't know. It's you know what it's like? Did you ever see the old uh SNL bit? Yeah. Well, what he's suffering from is an imbalance of bodily humors <laughs> caused by a small dwarf or a toad residing in his stomach. Right. I mean, the guy got hit by an ox cart was the thing. He broke his legs and was bleeding. And Steve Martin says, well, I think you'll feel a lot better after a good bleeding. But I'm already bleeding. What a great hey, bit. who's the barber around here? They were called barbers, you know? <laughs> Oh... Steve Martin's genius. Yes. All right, coming up next, Gordon. Mm -hmm. Elderly pubes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs>
But as far as pre-owned cars, their vehicles go through a 150-point inspection, and they sell below the DFW market because they want to sell you a car. So stop by Dave McDavid Lincoln Mercury or any of the Dave McDavid dealerships today. All right, David, we have one final story. Well, I have a couple I hope to get to, but well, I screwed in what I said. I'm well, sorry about that. But the first one, the one that I teased, was about um, elderly pubes. I, the band? That is a good band name. <laughs> <laughs> they need to be on the concert calendar this week. Yeah, didn't they? Wasn't their first album Plague of Torah? Just do the story. Uh, will you please explain Plague of Torah? I don't know what that means. I don't or know. Tolo, or Toto, Toto. Plague of Toto. Because they sang the song Africa, I don't know. It's... That was a good call Oh, back then. okay, I see. All you right. said the Plague of Africa. It doesn't matter. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I just heard about it. So, another uh, wacky story from Australia. This woman was fired from a nursing home. And the reason she was fired was because... She shaved old people. She removed the pubic hair of 14 residents. Isn't that a good thing? She used hair removal cream on the residents while they were bathing. She believed she uh, was improving their personal hygiene because... As Agreed. A, as a spokesman for uh, the nursing home said that the residents in the ward were elderly, suffered from dementia, and were often incontinent. Right. So she was trying to prevent dingleberries and... Oh, gosh. Oh, my gosh. But I think this is a commendable thing, isn't it? I do, too. She was taking extra care as she was bathing them. But I guess an old man looked down and noticed that... that he, he had a landing any, strip. He didn't have any hair on his shoulder and got freaked out. <laughs> See, I think that's a, that's a good thing. Do you take care of yourself down there, Dave? I try. Like, what do you do? You know, just a little hedge trimming. Because you said you were out of control down there. I'm a hairy fella. What else do you shave? I know we've talked about this before. Between his eyes? No. Do you wax that area? Uh-uh. Tweez. You do have, like, some of the largest Tweez. eyebrows. Yeah, they're now big. Now that you look at them. They're bushy. Look at that. They're Why don't you, do you not pluck them up under? You should pluck them up under here to make them thinner. Well, I, you know, I used to do that. It's probably too big of a beating. Well, I used to do that, and it was too big of a beating, and then also it didn't look natural, so I just decided to be who I'm going to be. Because if your eyebrows are any indication as to what's going on down in your lower yeah. regions, you're in trouble. Yeah. So do you shave your back? No. Just stick a weed whacker down your pants for a few minutes. Fortunately, I don't have back hair. What about your butt? I don't do anything with that. Oh, no. Nothing's going to happen down there anyway. And you don't shave your chest, because I saw your full chest at Ticket Stock, unfortunately. I do, I, I do uh, you know, take a little off the top on the chest, so it's not like a bearskin rug. How do you do it? Do you do it like a hair cutter, where they pinch the hair between the uh, no, just middle like, finger and the index finger and pull no, it out? like and clippers, clip like dog shears. That's pretty sad. That's pretty animalistic when you have to use sheep shears on yourself yeah. just to look like a human again. <laughs> Do you? Huh? Fix stuff up down there? I don't have any. Oh, really? Pubic hair, yeah. It's on? <laughs> what? what we, no, I shave mean? a heart. Oh, you do? Yep. <laughs> Heart-shaped box. It, what? So what, did she get fired? Yeah, she got fired. And finally, a guy in Atlanta was fleeing narcotics officers. Uh-huh. 
and he jumps off an interstate railing, falls 35 oh, feet, this. and he was decapitated by a wrought iron fence. And so people are out on their lunch Did they break. Did ever catch him? Yes. He just kept running. People are out on their lunch break, and they see this now head, he, head he rolling haunts, around on the floor. He haunts an area called Sleepy Hollow <laughs> down there in Atlanta. He should have called me. There's much better ways to escape narcotics officers. Yeah, was the head laying on hair. the ground as the, as the headless body's running away? Was the head on the ground still yelling, Hey, come back here! <laughs> Don't you leave me! Why do we have to leave? Is this like a hard out? Yeah, we got to say hello to Ticket Sports Saturday. Hello! Yes. Hey, hello. Rich. Rich. Yeah. They, won't, they won't let you talk to them. They're going to go straight to the ticker. No, no, no. We don't cross talk, man. we got to go. Wait, would you, have, would you have been to the Great White Show if they would have played at the Canyon Club? No way. You don't like them? They sucked 15 years ago. <laughs> That's pretty sad. They still suck today. Dancing on the grave of that guitarist. He wasn't in the band 15 years ago. Of David Ayer. It's only Jack Russell that's still in the Diane. band. As far as Diane. I know. All right, see ya. What? You're so it's rude. Ticket Sports Saturday time. Why are you We're so trying rude to honor to them? the dead, Rich. We don't have time to waste. Oh, all right, time to honor Rich, the dead. Rich, you, have, you have six hours on the air. You have time to waste. We let's, do not have time to waste. Let's just have a moment of silence for Ty Amp. That's fair, isn't it? That's a compromise. Okay.